Well, hey now. Hey now, party people. How are you? I've got good news. Good news for me, Bob. You will never guess who's on the bass guitar. Listen to this. That's Fish B. Our co-host can play bass guitar now. And not just kind of play. Fish B's good. Don't mind if you do, Fish B. In other good news, they want to tell you that summer's over. After Labor Day, summer's over. It's not, thank you, Fish B. Well done. Summer's not over. Summer doesn't, fall doesn't officially begin until Monday, September 23rd. So get out there and enjoy it. Uh, the other obvious good news is, hey, everybody, we're back. It's, it's nice to be heard and seen or, or whatever, but, but, but we are back. Unfortunately, well, we took uh, the bulk of the summer as a hiatus, a much-needed mental break from the demands of this program, I did receive a little bit of bad news. Would you like to? I should, I, I should probably share. Now, you know this podcast started out as 17 questions. It was a beta version, and then we transitioned into Bob's Fishbowl. I got a very peculiar letter in the mail the other day. Apparently, Bob's Fishbowl and bobsfishbowl.com have been acquired by what I'm describing as a very shady law firm in Canada. How do I know this Canadian law firm is shady that's acquired Bob's Fishbowl and bobsfishbowl.com? Their address is a P.O. box in Saskatchewan, Saskatoon. Or is it Saskatoon, Saskatchewan? I get my provinces and my Canadian cities messed up. I believe it's, uh, it's Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. That's right, P.O. Box 41567. And they have no phone number. That's their only address. And their email address is Bob's Fishbowl Law Offices at Hotmail.com. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, uh, I'm, no, I'm, I'm no Jessica Fletcher on Murder, She Wrote. I'm no Magnum P.I. I, I am no other completely untopical mystery reference. I'm no Matlock. But something's wrong with Bob's Fishbowl Law Offices at Hotmail.com. They're not responding to my emails. I typed a letter. We'll see what happens. So anyway, that's the bad news. This is where it gets tricky on the bad news. I'm not sure we can call this show Bob's Fishbowl anymore. We might have to come up with a brand new show. I have to wait till I hear from this law firm. So we'll just call ourselves Bob's Fishbowl for now. But I anticipate a cease and desist moments after this finds its way to the internet. So we'll see. Fish B, question one, good sir. How do you feel about conversion therapy leaders that come out as gay? How do I feel about conversion therapy leaders that come out as gay? 
One, conversion therapy is evil, it is perverse, it is disgusting, it is psychological torture, it is inhumane. Grab me a thesaurus, I need more words. It's not good, this conversion therapy. I, I have a theory on this, if you're religious. My theory is God made gay folks exactly the way he wanted them. So the fact that this guy, and by the way, this conversion therapy leader was located at the Hope for Wholeness in South Carolina. I wonder if Lindsey Graham has been. Hope for, sorry, Hope for Wellness in South Carolina. But here's the thing. This guy was the leader of this asinine, ridiculous, downright cruel place for 20 years. 20 years he came out. Can I tell you the best part of, of this story, though? There is... It's the story's sad. It's a sad story, but there is one part of it that made me smile. The fella's name who, who came out, this former leader of conversion therapy that came out of his metaphorical closet, his name, I'm not making this up, is McCray Game. G-A-M-E. McCray Game. That's uh I don't watch, uh, in fairness, I don't watch a lot of homosexual pornography. But if I was to decide to become a star, which I'm sure I would be, of homosexual pornography, McCray Game is about the gayest sounding name I've ever heard. Like, like that wasn't a clue. Your name is your name is McCray Game, sir. Thanks for ruining all those lives. <laughs> Why is a Catholic school in Tennessee removing? every Harry Potter book from the library? Why? Yes, that's a fine question. Why are they removing every single Harry Potter book from the library? It's because, uh, and, and I know Tennessee is the South, and I hate making fun of the South, and I feel like I do it too much, and I, I love to visit the South. There's nice people in the South, but holy fuck, South! Catholic school in Tennessee removing every Harry Potter book from the library because some religious zealot decided that the spells and the sorcery in the Harry Potter fiction books is somehow magically real. In fairness, I've never tried any of the Harry Potter hocus pocus to know if it comes true. But I do know this about Harry Potter. The book series has spawned millions and millions and millions of avid readers and therefore avid consumers of information. The world is a smarter place because of Harry Potter. And that really is magic. Fuck you, Tennessee. Yo, it's me, Fish B. There you are, little buddy. I love your bass playing self. Hit us, hit us with some bass, Fish B. Hit us with some bass. Damn, I love it. Name three things you really like. Uh, one, obviously, I like you on bass. That sounds great. Two, I'm a big fan of small gatherings. Call me crazy. I got the anxiety disorder. And three, I like peer groups that have a big guy named Tiny. I don't currently have a Tiny in my peer group, but one can dream. Can't we? One can dream. 
How's your health? Well, this is this is a this is a complex question, but the good news is I feel like my health is improving. I feel like for the first time in a long time we're actually moving in the right direction. Those of you that were following the show during the summer know that uh, I'm going to do an experimental therapy for my bipolar disorder. It's, it, it's ketamine. It's a horse tranquilizer known in the clubs as Special K. I've never, I've never tried it as a recreational substance. I have no idea. I know you get an IV in both arms. It lasts about 45 minutes, and you've got to do it six times at 500 bucks a pop for the first two weeks. And then every three to six months, you go in and you get one booster infusion for the cost of about $500. i have got to save up a little bit of money. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm poor. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm impoverished. I am saying I'm days away from finding out that if you donate plasma, is that a good place to meet girls in Spokane Valley? I'm, so uh, I'm teetering. I'm te- my, my financial health is teetering. But the thing I was really concerned about with this ketamine therapy as I was researching it, I've been on a benzo, a benzodiazepine, that's a Valium, Xanax, Clonopin, Clonazepam. I've been on Clonazepam for like eight, nine years now, maybe even a year longer than that, maybe 10, maybe a full decade. And no one bothered to tell me until like a year ago, Oh, by the way, this isn't a very good everyday medication. Uh, In fact, if you continue to take it every day, by the time you're in your 70s, your chances of having early onset dementia and Alzheimer's is about 50-50. If you keep taking this, you might want to get off it. So I've tried getting off it a couple times. And I will tell you that the... (laughs) The withdrawals don't even really start till day three because that's when everything is out of, out of your system. I haven't even made it to day three. It's gotten so bad. It, just hallucinations and you're throwing up and it, you're sweating. It, it's, it's awful. It's awful. And again, I haven't even made it to the real stuff yet. That's day three to day 21. The good news is I don't have to quit my benzo cold turkey. Thank God. God, I can continue to, to wean off under, under a doctor's supervision, which I've been doing. I used to take three a day, and now I take a half in the morning and a half at night. That's a big improvement. But I can still do the ketamine therapy while I'm on a benzo. There, there was some confusion before. And part of my online research pointed out that you can't be, if you're taking benzos, it makes the odds of the ketamine therapy less likely to work as it should or, or work as, you know, you hope it would. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to quit this shit. But it turns out, as I've been consulting with the uh, special K place here in Spokane, you don't have to be off it entirely. Just don't take any of it on the day you get your IVs, the day you get your infusions. That I can do. So that is, uh, that's, that's the update on my health. Next! Where's the marijuana capital of the universe? 
The marijuana capital of the universe is Seattle, Washington, hence the motherfucking Space Needle. Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. What up, what up, what up Fish B? How are you? Yep. That's you, all right. That's Fish B. Yo, it's me, Fish B, again. Do you want to tell everyone about the flying Africans, or should I? <laughs> the, the, the flying Africans? Do you have, um... Do, you, do I dare ask if you, if you have some kind of, uh, of baseline here? Because... I'm the one that's actually using words. You play bass guitar and occasionally do this. So it's probably best I discuss the flying Africans. I heard this story a few weeks ago. It was on the news. I was half asleep. They were, they were interviewing these African-American authors. One was Kwame X, somebody. I, I don't know. But anyway, they were talking about uh, the legacies of, of African culture and, and, and heritage. And obviously, as an African-American, I take these things very seriously. Hold on. Hold, hold on. What? I'm Dutch, British, and Austrian? Which, but isn't Africa the cradle of civilization? And so everything started there. So technically, we're all african No. Can't say that. Damn it. Okay. So, but this story, I, I actually found... Um, it's weird sometimes how something unrelated to what you're going through, what you're thinking about, but you'll hear something and it, it impacts you. It, it makes a difference. It assists you in future decision making or, or whatever dilemma you're going through. Because we're all in a state of constant struggle, that's what being a human is all about. But apparently th th there's oral tradition in Africa going back thousands of years that tells the tale of Africans who can fly. Not African birds, like African humans, like real, real Africans, all right? That they can fly. And, and here's, here's how, here's how they fly. They have to completely unburden themselves of everything that's holding them down. If you can completely unburden yourself from everything that's holding you down, holding you back, you might be able to fly like an ancient African. And I realize this story is probably metaphor, but it got me thinking about the concept of unburdening, which is really, and I'm no religious scholar, but damn near as I can tell, Christianity, Buddhism, at the root of those religions is the art of unburdening. Breaking those metaphorical chains so you can fly. Thank you for the baseline, Fishby. You're a good man. What's the best art you saw all summer? What's the best art that I saw all summer? Or, or heard, I assume, because music is obviously art. Hell, podcasts are art, except for this one. Um, could be movie, could be, could, could be TV, could be, could be a series, could be, a, uh, could be someone busking on a street corner with a guitar. But the best performance, the, the best art I saw all summer 
And you might know him from Silicon Valley or the Deadpool movies or a whole bunch of other voice work, like in the Emoji movie and Yogi. He's been in a bunch of shit. But T.J. Miller. Jin Yang! T.J. Miller did stand-up here in Spokangelis. Me and my baby brother went. And we went to his fourth show in five nights. And T.J. Miller, this is a guy who has a reputation for occasionally going off the rails. He quit a very, he quit a very successful show on HBO, Silicon Valley. He also once called in a bomb threat from an Amtrak that he was on just because he thought it was kind of funny. So th- this is T.J. Miller. We go see his fourth show out of five. This, he's doing a 7.30 and a 10 on, on Saturday night. We go, to, we go to the 7.30. And I'm like, man, if... I've never seen TJ before. I don't know him. But if there's ever a show where he might just lose his shit, uh, this is a good candidate. Four or five and three nights. This is a good candidate. But my goodness, I knew he was good. He's got an HBO comedy special that's stunningly brilliant. I knew, I knew he was good. But he went out and did 70 minutes just talking to the audience did maybe one minute of one part of one joke just so he could end on something. But the entire time, he was just, what, what, what they call in the, the, the comedy or the music world, he was just up there riffing, just riffing for 65 to 68 minutes. And I have never in my life seen a performer and a room so in tune with each other. There were over a thousand people there. There's a big comedy club, Spokane Comedy Club, and T.J. Miller absolutely turned. I mean, I, it, it was mind-boggling good, phenomenal. If you ever have the chance to go see T.J. Miller and you don't, I'd say shame on you. But truth be told, I'm not in charge of you. So anyway. Last question, as always, belongs to Isaiah uh, Fish B. If you could do me a favor, like like tonight, uh, a bass line would be fine. But uh, tomorrow, can you try to find some music somewhere that, you know, something special for our executive nine-year-old producer, Isaiah the Tiny Player. That would be fantastic if you could do that for me. So tonight, we'll just go with this. This sounds great. Don't I love it. I like it. I'm t- Fish B, I'm telling you I like this. But tomorrow, something a little different for Fish B, I think, for, for excuse me, for uh, Isaiah, would be uh, nothing short of a fantastic. Isaiah writes, who you got, J-Lo at 50 or Selma Hayek at 53? Son, you know this show. You're the executive producer. You know I don't like talking about human beings this way. But if you're forcing me to, I mean, they're, they're both wildly fantastic and attractive. There's, there's no doubt about that. They've both made millions and millions and millions of dollars on how attractive they are, in addition to many other talents. But if they looked like me, I don't think they'd be near that rich. Just saying. J-Lo is beautiful, but I think Jennifer Love, I think she's a Fruit Loop. Like she's always on some weird diet. She dates Alex. She dates Alex Rodriguez, or they engaged now, and he's a Fruit Loop. So I'm going with Selma Hayek, 53. Plus, I mean, don't get me wrong. 
I, I love Puerto Rico, and I love Puerto Ricans, but I love, love, love Mexicans, and I love, love, love Mexico! And Selma Hayek's from Mexico, so... There you go. And now, ooh, you thought this show has changed a lot, right? You thought it's changed a lot? Hasn't changed that much. Check this out. You know what that is? Of course you do. It's the paddle ball of fire. Or as it's known in podcast circles, oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Well, damn it. The, uh... That's the thing about dollar store paddle balls is uh, they will they will break. And this one... This one just broke on me. Do you have any, uh, uh, so fish me, just, um, how about, uh, how about instead of bass? How about instead of bass? Because that's all anyone's heard you do tonight. For Paleta Bola de Fuego, can you bust out some funky piano? Like something funky. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Paleta Bola de Fuego. All right, the Department of Transportation is now listing mini horses as emotional support animals. That's true. That means your next plane ride, you could be sitting next to a mini horse. Ivanka Trump has a new haircut, and it's cute, cute, cute. R. Kelly is out of solitary confinement in Chicagoland jail. Way to go, R. Kelly. DJ Flume, who I've never heard of. He's a DJ from Australia. He was performing at Burning Man. It's happening as we speak in a Nevada desert, a nine-day festival. It's a lot of fun, ask my friend Doug. But uh, on he did a sex act live on stage with his girlfriend. Someone held up a sign from the audience, you know, because it's Burning Man, and asked the question, does DJ Flume even eat ass? And and so he 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 did. There's there's some 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 rimming, I believe the kids call it. I'm saying so. Way to go, DJ Flume. And uh, lastly, Jonah Hill is engaged. I don't know why we celebrate these things. Everyone gets divorced. But everybody, Jonah Hill is engaged. Congratulations to uh, actor uh, Jonah Hill. Uh, thank you for that red hot piano fish bait. Red hot. Here's the, uh, here's the big tease for tomorrow. We have major news. I mean, maybe we'll think of a new name for the show. But I mean, just throwing that out there. There's major news involving Tongaleo, everyone's favorite, magic Mexican donkey. My donkey walks, my donkey talks, my donkey eats with a knife and fork. Tongo Leo! Hey! Come, little donkey, come. Tongo Leo! Hey! It's just, it's just fun. I just, next time you're down and out and can't even get out of bed, sing yourself a Tongo Leo song. So. Anyway, that's the show for tonight. We are back. It is the unofficial start of fall, but keep enjoying summer until Monday, September 23rd. I love you. All goes well. Back tomorrow. Adios, amigos. Uh, uh, uh.